Hey gang, Nate here. I just wanted to drop in before this episode starts and let you know that we have just started a Patreon. Yay! There's a bunch of goodies in there like a monthly bonus show, verbal shoutouts and future shows, and access to the new entertainment system itself so you too can make your own goofy games. If you like what we do and you have a few bucks to toss our way, we'd really appreciate the help to make the show even better. If you're interested, there's a link in the description, but you can also go to patreon.com slash N-E-S-Pod. That's N-E-S-P-O-D. Okay, enough from me. Here's the show. Hello and welcome to the New Entertainment System Podcast, the weekly podcast where me, Nathan Brandt, and me, Cam Koenig, use the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over one million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. But today we're joined by a very special guest. You know her from her work at Irrational Passions and Uppercut, where she explores games through the lens of mental health and sexuality. She's into RPGs, breakfast food, and vigilante justice. Jess Cogswell, how's it going? That is the best intro I think I've ever been given on a podcast. So Yay. it's going well. I am, I'm <laughs> Hell yeah. glowing. <laughs> what, what is your preferred breakfast food? Ooh, um... Probably like, and this sounds, I feel like this is a vague like way of putting it, but like a good skillet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like some potatoes and 100% like. 100% with you. Yeah. Like you just cook up some potatoes, like some onion, like throw some sausage in there, put some eggs on top and like salsa and stuff, like something like that. Okay. So you're a salsa and eggs kind of guy. I am. I got it. I got it. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> you are straight, you are a strange folk, but I respect you nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm one of those. But I also like, and this is why I say I love breakfast food in general. I, I indulge in pancakes and waffles and, and like all this, this, I like sweet and savory, you know, biscuits yeah. and gravy are cool. French toast mm. is cool. It's all good. It's all good stuff. Cam, what's your favorite breakfast food and how are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm good. Uh, man, I think it might be all of it because I think the magic of breakfast food is just that it kind of all goes together and you can just do whatever the hell you want with it. Exactly. God, I would I would kill for some biscuits and gravy right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But this is not a podcast about biscuits and gravy. This is a podcast where a robot makes his video game. So it's now time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new never before seen game. Today, my friends, my very good friends okay, that what you got? I've, I've known for my whole life, we're about to make another perfect video game. <laughs> and this one is <clears throat> a cooking mama game that's a stealth game, <laughs> but it requires the NES zapper. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? Yeah. Oh, so, my God. It, it's post-apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Cook, cooking mama. It's cooking mama. Does she have cooking children in this future? Yes. She's got okay. 35 children <laughs> and she needs to feed all of them. So she needs to go to the store. But it's sort of like in um, that Netflix horror movie where if you look at it, it's it's bad and it's about social media and how phones are bad. What was that one called? I didn't think that it was about um, social media, but it's the Sandra Bullock one, right? What's that called? Yeah. Yeah. Bird Box? Is that Bird it? Box. Bird Box. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. People were saying that it was about social media, and it's like, oh, Bird Box, it's the Twitter logo. Anyway, mm. um, <laughs> I'm learning things. Anyway, it's we're it's it's this is set in the Bird Box universe. Okay, <laughs> and Cooking Mama needs to go to the store to get food for her 35 cooking children. Okay, and you're using the NES Zapper. I don't know how yet, but I think the NES Zapper is going to be. <laughs> I think we're going to it's going to be like a souped up version, right? Like this is going to be like, you know, motion controlled, but it is a light gun game mm -hmm. uh, where you go get groceries for your 35 children. 
and then you cook that food. Uh, Cam, what, what, what are you thinking for this game? So I, I, I like the idea of the zapper being kind of like this motion tool. So do we want to just kind of make this VR as well? Ooh. But like, since you obviously can't look at stuff if it's in the bird box, I've full transparency <laughs> never seen this. So I'm just bullshitting here. Uh, so if you can't see anything, is it just like a black screen, but you just like hear everything, but you still got to like move around and shit? Yeah, for 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 you and anybody else listening that isn't familiar, Bird Box was a Netflix original movie with Sandra Bullock where the apocalypse happened. And if you look at the monsters, uh, you go crazy or you like drive your car into something. I don't remember. This could, this could or could not take place in that world either way. So you're suggesting that we make a VR game that's entirely <laughs> non-visual. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, right? We are. We know how to use peripherals. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, and it's great because Nintendo owns Cooking Mama, yes? So. Uh, do they? I, I yeah. don't know if they do. Okay, sure. Yeah. In this world, they do. In this world, they do, yes. <laughs> um, and I don't know if they own it, but anyway, uh, it could be on the Labo VR in that mm. case. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to take this to a new level of fucked up, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right, so let's we'll stick with the post-apocalyptic thing. Okay. But we're going to say that vegetables have become sentient. Oh no. <laughs> and those are the those are so I'm pick, I'm picking like or picturing like these like clicker the last of us sort of like creature type <laughs> things, okay. but they're vegetables. Right. And so I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to kind of drop like the bird box like can't see sure. thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you have the zapper. You're going to go out and your whole thing is you have to take out these things and like harvest them for the vegetables you use to cook. Okay. All right. Whoa. I'm 100% into that. So you have to you have to sneak around. Um some of them like I don't know, like different vegetables will have like different, you know, like hey, maybe carrots, you can like they can see better in night vision cuz like aren't carrots <laughs> supposed to help with that? <laughs> so like they they're, they're going to have different things that they can do. Maybe broccoli can disguise itself as trees. Oh. Just giant fucking things of broccoli. I'm into that. So this so, is this is plants versus zombies, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some element of that in there, and I'm picturing okay. you sneak around, kind of Last of Us ish. You can like throw rocks and mm-hmm. shit, distract them, um, you know, and and you get in there and and you kill them and you you harvest their their vegetable parts <laughs> and then you cook meals to uh, help the remaining survivors. Is it going to be like in Red Dead when you're like harvesting like meat from an animal you killed and it's like visceral and takes like fucking yeah. forever? Yes, it's like... exactly. I want it. This like the, the word that we're going to use that's going to be thrown on the box is gritty. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. A gritty Cooking Mama reboot is what we all wanted. That's it's honestly the future we deserve. Totally. It's the future liberals want. <laughs> Are we keeping the VR angle or are we? I, I'm honestly way more in favor of this one here. Okay, excellent. Like, I like that pitch way more. Excellent. So the plot is, what What are you going to be going for? Like, because I don't think Cooking Mama wants to cure this virus because, like, business is booming for Cooking Mama in a world mm. where it's, like, bok choy boys running around, like, the entire, like, <laughs> the entire world. She she loves it. She's making She's making skillets and what have you. All day long. Yeah, it's like war profiteering, but worse. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking Mama is the merchant of death. Oh my god. <laughs> I think you've stumbled upon the name of this game, which will be Cooking Mama, the merchant of death. Great. Ooh. But maybe it has to have something with, like, stealth in it or something like that. Like, 
tactical espionage action underneath it or something like that. We need to also like completely rebrand Cooking Mama's look too. Right. Okay. So what 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 are, we, what are you thinking? Are we getting like a Yoji Shinkawa like <laughs> what do you think about like you you have like the typical like you know your Cooking Mama face that you can all like kind of imagine like that's on like the cover and all of that stuff. Yeah. What if that is just like a mask and she like takes on this identity <laughs> as the Cooking Mama? Ooh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yes it is that's good yeah <laughs> the grim mask of death that cooking mama <laughs> cooking mama the merchant of death who is also in possession of the mask of death oh god i love that <laughs> everything changes when she puts on the mask <laughs> <laughs> cooking mama and the deathly hallows <laughs> oh my god this is so good. like i want this game now yes yeah no same so- and I hate that that's how this show just makes me angry because then I can't play what we talk about. Right? I mean, pretty sad. I feel like this is the show that's going to get you guys in a game dev. Fucking all right. I've said it before, but like I'm, I'm waiting for the day where something like God of War pops up or something so I can like tweet at Corey Barlog and just be like, eh, eh. yeah, um, nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Um, OK, so we I think we need to hone in on the the NES zapper aspect mm. of it and. What are you going to do outside of hunting these sentient um, vegetables that are going to be walking around? And did we confirm that the vegetables are people or are they just vegetables like apropos of nothing exist? I think they're like mutated vegetables. That's what I thought, because I thought the thought of like killing people who turned into vegetables is like a little bit too grisly. Not for cooking mama, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I understand. <laughs> but it turned into like a vegetable. It's like a plants versus humans, I guess, situation. And this is the world's first plants versus mama game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's going on the box for fucking sure. <laughs> if Kojima can say strand game, then this is the first yeah, cooking yeah. versus mama game. <laughs> God, strand game. So are you going to use the NES zapper to cook? Ooh. Like in this, like... In this world where the vegetables have taken over, like maybe, maybe Cooking Mama and her many children don't have room for a for a a, a you know normal kitchen. Maybe she's got a maybe she cooks with a gun. I was she gonna just... say, <laughs> I just really like the idea of like we we spatulas don't exist in this world, so I'm flipping eggs with a fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> Always packing heat. Oh my god, Cooking right? Mama packing heat. Fuck, yes, that's it. Yeah, great. <laughs> Cooking Mama packing heat is very, <laughs> very, very good. And tagline, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> this shit's writing itself. I'm so excited so, about this. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So she is she is for this, like, post-apocalypse where, like, mm-hmm. there's just vegetables running around. There's, like, big potato boys punching people and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe... I have a tag in the robot that's but you play as the villain and I think this is sort of hinting at that because like maybe there's some like freedom fighters that are you know they're trying to cure the the um the vegetable gigantrification or whatever that's (laughs) going on and like cooking mama like slowly starts to go to war with this faction of humans what do you guys think about that oh shit i like that like a breaking bad walter white type thing where like at first you're like kind of rooting for it and then you're like oh man what if like she's kind of morally not good (laughs) (laughs) always always, there's something about that fucking face man i always knew something there was something up with cooking mama you know and maybe that could be like the central like climax and like conflict of the game is like maybe she discovers the way to cure it 
but then like, you know, conceals it. So sort of like a Last of Us scenario yes. where it's like she's maybe the cure, but I'm going to be selfish and go yeah. on a car trip or whatever, however that game ends. Yeah, exactly. So, so I had a I had a thought here. OK, what if like we, we do set her like kind of down this path and then like maybe I'm going to say like three fourths of the way through the game, she discovers that baby and like she wants to take care of the baby, you know, from like babysitting mama that you like put the Wiimote in. And, oh my God, like, I forgot. Yeah. Dude, hold on, stop. There was like a game okay. where there was like a real, not a real baby, but like uh, there was like a baby that you bought and put the Wiimote in, right? Like that's That was real? that game. That's a babysitting oh, mama. Yeah. We didn't make that game. See, I'm sorry <laughs> to go off on a tangent, but like as we, as, as like we dive deeper into like weird third party games and like just weird other games, like I start thinking like, wait, we make games that are less weird than this. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cam, you watched like um like a a Frogger stream with that Frogger game we were talking about for mm -hmm. like ever with Aiden and like I don't know, like there was so many weird things about that and it's like not as weird as the game we came up with with Aiden, which was a horny anime Frogger game. Right. Anyway, sorry, go to what you were saying. I had to just like pop off for a second. Yeah, basically, I just like the idea. I just threw a link in the chat so you guys can see what exactly uh -oh. I'm talking about. It's literally just a baby doll in the style of like the cooking mama art. Oh my gosh. That you basically like take care of a baby. Oh, it's naked. No, it's not. Okay, yeah. good. So, so I'm basically wondering if we want to have her like maybe part of the reason that she is like kind of doing this it starts out like she's like profiteering and for the money and not necessarily giving her a redemption arc but just like the fact that she is so obsessed with only taking care of her baby and that's it mm. is why she kind of gets darker and darker yeah i like that yeah at what point does babysitting mama turn into cooking mama is she just is she just <laughs> Is she feeding this Nate, child for fuck? slaughter? I'm just saying. Oh <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Sure. Maybe meat doesn't exist in this world. That's why there's fucking giant vegetables everywhere. <laughs> this is getting real, y'all. This is. Oh it's dark. Okay. So to wrap this game up before I go any darker with this, <laughs> with this game, this is Cooking Mama colon packing heat for... Probably the Wii, right? Yeah, We're sure, this for it's the for Wii. the Wii. They're all for the Wii. It's, it's, this is definitely a Wii game. This yeah. is maybe even Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> As a last final tangent, there is another Cooking Mama game that's being made right now. Yes. And its selling point is that it's using blockchain. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's, I will just say that this game is not as weird as that concept. <laughs> wow, yeah. So I think that it is time for us to take a break and, and uh, come back and make another 100% on Metacritic Perfect Game. We'll be right back. And we're back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new, never before seen game. Hit it, Cam. All right. So for this one, I have brought you mm -hmm. a fable game mm. that's developed by Quantic Dream, mm. but there's a monster collection mechanic. Whoa, I'm in. I'm back in. I'm back in. I'm here. So question for you. For the first two ones, is this just fable? <laughs> oh, my God. So it's like fable, but like bad, right? Or like way like way too political, like yeah, but in a way but that like is they like never stick the landing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> Sorry, Jess, I, I went off on like a huge like uh quantic dream like tangent the last time we like rolled a game <laughs> with this in Ooh. it. I was just like 
talking shit on David Cage for like a half hour, but like yeah, that's I've been there. I get it. Okay, good. So you're so you're with <laughs> so you're with me on that. Oh good, yeah, good, good. Are we saying just in general it's going to be a less good Fable game because it's Quantic Dream, or are we saying like? We're gonna get like um, French voice actors for the like English speaking parts and stuff so like I think that. So I, I think I want to double down. And in this world, Fable still has Peter Molyneux on the team, and they're <sighs> working with Quantic Dream to put this out. In this game, you will plant a nut, and then later it will be a tree. In five games <laughs> later, we'll read your save data, and that that nut may or not grow into a tree that just says something offhanded about racism. We're so deep. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, it's like, so Fable <clears throat> already has like the morality meter in it, you know? Yep. And so we're just going to like go really heavy on that in choice making. Um, and it has to be very overtly political and very heavy handed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and it has to repeatedly kind of beat you over the head with it. It has to be like you're watching Black Mirror. Yes. <laughs> the entire time. It's just beating you with a message. Has Qu Quantic Dream has only done contemporary or f near future settings, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes. I, yeah, I don't think I've done. I don't think they've done anything with kind of like a fantastical setting like Fable. Okay, so mm. is Fable going to? Are are we going to make Fable be in the present day, or are we going to make Quantic Dream develop mm. a fantasy game? I would like to see Quantic Dream develop a fantasy game and try and tie it to like modern political discourse. <laughs> You know, us and the elves aren't so different after all, yeah. you guys. Oh, man. Here we go. Here's my proposal. <laughs> okay. Okay. Steampunk. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because, like, it's kind of leaning into, like, that future, like, that tech aspect mm -hmm. of it, but you're still keeping the fantastical setting. Mm -hmm. That is a good happy medium between near future and fantasy is steampunk. Okay. So... It's a fable game, so your choices are going to be so, so important, but there's only two endings to the game, right? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but maybe with the power of Quantic Dream, we can, instead of having two endings that are pretty good, we can end up with like 35 that are just kind of whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Or they're like, they're, there's really just two endings, but like maybe this character's off to the different, like off to this left side in this one, and this one's off to the right side in this one. This dude's monocle with gears on it is on his other eye. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's we got to hone in on the monster collecting, and this is yes. this is this is what has me the most excited because I love uh, Pokemon ripoff games. Um, mm -hmm. So, what are the monsters going to be in this fantasy like steampunk world? So, do we want to make it to where? like the monster collection mechanic is kind of Pokemon-esque in that you have these like gear creatures that you can like make and customize and maybe like find and like train and stuff like that. And you can maybe trade them with other people or something. So you're talking like steampunk monsters? Yeah. I'm into that. I, I thought of something. This is like, okay. I, it's, it's still forming, but I'm just going to kind of go mm -hmm. with it. It's just like a stream of conscious. It's jazz. Thing. Exactly. Perfect. It's jazz. <laughs> just go with it. <clears throat> okay. So I'm picturing like the animals that kind of roam this. I don't even know. Like, cause there's gotta be like, if it's steampunk, maybe there's like, maybe there's space travel. I don't know. Maybe we're like treasure planeting it. I don't, I don't oh know. Oh my God. But like, so I'm picturing almost like horizon zero dawn style animals. All right. Like kind of yeah. mechanical and stuff. Ooh. Um, yes. so we have these and maybe for, for whatever reason, you're like rounding these things up 
And like, that's kind of like the overall mission of the game. I don't know exactly why, but like you have to capture these things, you have to bring them back. And then you realize that the people who are making you do this are actually evil. And so you've been doing something for bad the whole time and you have to make the choice in the game. And this is like part of the morality thing. If you set all these things free or if you keep them captured. Yes. And then like throughout the entire like a game and there's like hints and illusions and since it's quantic dream it just slaps you in the fucking face by saying we have a consciousness we're people like we matter (laughs) maybe this is an animal rights thing right right and it and they're gonna be like no it's totally not a meta commentary on slavery we promise guys (laughs) like it's so it's so interesting that quantic dream would would make you know detroit become human and have all the like racism stuff and then they would make this game mm-hmm. that would also have like that the racism stuff but like they won't they won't touch on like the rampant sexism in their games or in their studio yeah. at large <laughs> like they won't touch that one yep. Fuck. <laughs> man much like every other quantic dream game i really really like the idea of this game <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a feature not a bug uh yeah. when the quantic dream comes up oh my so, gosh so you're going to be collecting different monsters are they gonna are they gonna all be made out of like gears and stuff or are there are we gonna get like dragons because it's fable and are we gonna get like imps and elves and little dobbies and whatever have you yeah yeah we gotta get some of those too actually that sounds great and maybe like they're harvesting the cybernetic parts yeah the bad guys want the parts yes Mm. okay yeah i like that a lot they're po- they're they're just straight up poachers, but they're like really kind of conniving about it. Yeah. Yeah. What what are what are what are the parts of the monsters going to like? What are what is the reason why these these bad guys or good guys, depending on how you side with them, I guess, gonna go? Like, what is what is their end goal with these parts? Hmm. We could just say world domination, but. <laughs> I think we're I think we're better than this yeah. and I think I think that we can just say like maybe they're going to like wipe out all the elves or something like that because it's maybe they're like harvesting those like parts to build factories to like that are going to destroy the habitats of all of the environment and everything like that. Ooh, yeah, cuz we're we're going really hard into like environmentalism animal yeah, right. Like I think yeah. that that's a good place to go with this. But yeah, like expansion. Um they can use it maybe like for you know building like and they can it can be under the guise of like comfortable living for everybody who's right. at the top yeah yes yes good yeah, yeah that's really and, like, good that could maybe be for like maybe space travel because I, like i don't or maybe like maybe not even space travel because maybe we'll go away from that we won't go to treasure planet but we could do airships because that's a yeah, steampunk okay. type thing so they could, are very steampunk yeah so they could use that for like travel for for expansion for factories for like the Oh, and you know what we could also, or we could also kind of do is uh, automation and like people mm-hmm. losing jobs. They could be using these parts to kind of like yeah. help things like function better, but it's really actually hurting everybody, like the lower class citizens, because they're losing all their jobs. Yes. Mm, and then yes. we get into classism too. This is really, Ooh, qu- yeah. This is mm. this is the most quantic dream bullshit, and I'm here for it. <laughs> am, am I David Cage? <laughs> <laughs> You're my, you're far Ooh. better than David. Cage. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, <laughs> we we can keep going. So okay, so Fable was like an adventure game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if it, this is Quantic Dream, it's basically going to be walking around and doing QTE, then, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we we might be able to like since I kind of pitched it earlier as like a just Lionhead and Quantic Dream working oh, together, yeah. then. Like, maybe they could just, like, hey, we're going to share our tech to, like, help contribute to 
this just fucking regular ass fable game. And you know, fable does have um, quick time events in it. Like whenever yeah, you're doing the uh, like, I don't know. There's what like metal working that you do and like mm-hmm. little events and stuff and yeah, like the jobs that you can do in town. Those have quick time events. Yeah. So like they can still kind of incorporate that in there. Maybe even like a care like I don't I don't know. There's like different things where they could have quick time events embedded in the game. Yeah, definitely. Lionhead is closed. <laughs> R.I.P. <Okay. laughs> like I, I don't I know. I forget if who's many, doing it now, but I don't think they're. Well, anyway, yeah. I don't know yeah. if many people know this about me, but like I absolutely love Lionhead, and every single day yeah. when I remember that they don't exist anymore, my heart just breaks into two. So, wh- what do you think Lionhead could bring to? like a monster collecting game and and you could you could say that in form in the form of like real features or like way over promising and like you know the the Mm. sort of stuff that molyneux was kind of known for like (laughs) over over promising and then feature bloat and then like a lot of stuff doesn't happen Mm -hmm. so you can go either way because i think he is like a brilliant dude but I think he definitely does overpromise on stuff. So you yeah. can take it any any direction you'd like. What is, what are some of the hallmarks of of Lionhead like design? Like because they did a lot of like god game stuff. Yes, and it's black like... and white one and two are both incredible. I love those games. And, yeah, yeah, and those for sure. you have like your giant like pet thing that you have like mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. pet. You know, you're like god creature. Right. Um. So maybe they're maybe they bring like that interaction. Like you can you know give it some scratches under the chin. I don't. And maybe that right. makes you more yeah. attached to these cybernetic things to where you're like, ooh, maybe I don't want to harvest you for parts. Yeah, I like that. Sort of like a Pokemon mm-hmm. and me sort yeah. of like yeah, Pokemon refresh or whatever it's called in the new one. Mm-hmm. Pokemon camp. I don't Pokemon know. Pokemon camp. Yeah. yeah. You can have a relationship with these with these beings that eventually you'll harness to overthrow the man i don't know <laughs> yeah you could like build like your little cybernetic animal army and, and take them on or like I, not even animals because some of them are just creatures too we kind of established mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i like that so what what sort of um what what's this game going to be rated was f- what was fable I think M? they were M. Yeah, Fable. I'm pretty sure was yeah. M because like you can you can have relationships and have sex and stuff in Fable. Sick. <laughs> can we keep that in there too? Yeah. Oh for, yeah. No. Sure. Go yeah, on. I mean, it's a Fable <laughs> game. Like, I need my multiple houses and multiple wives and husbands yeah. mm-hmm. all over various towns. So I'm not as familiar with Fable. So you could you could do that. You could you could you know sire progeny in different like towns and stuff. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, different yeah. towns yeah. had different properties you could buy. Um, you could decorate your houses. At least like in the third one, which is the last one I remember playing. I've played them all, uh-huh. but it's been a while. I think yeah. <clears throat> the first one is like the strangest of all three of them, and not in a bad way. It's just like it's the most like normal <laughs> and like linear, and like there's like right. more of an actual like. I don't know. It just feels more like an actual, like they, they intended for this to be like a kind of more serious game and it has some silliness yeah. to it, but it's more of like, I don't know, like I said, linear. Yeah. The other ones are just off the rails. I liked two a lot because they kind of leaned into that silly factor. Yes, exactly. But in a way that felt a little bit grounded in some ways, like kind of a Saints Row 2 kind of a Yeah, style. yeah. And then three is just wild. Yeah, three's off the fucking rails. <laughs> so since so since this is like a resurrected lion head working with Quantic Dream, um, are they going to finally bring like any amount of levity to a Quantic Dream game? I don't know if you can control the brilliant mind of David Cage. 
what like <laughs> holy shit like if if we get peter molyneux and david cage in on like one game together like that's gonna be i really like, just want to see what that is honestly that's gonna like, be like, i would kind of buy that just out of sheer curiosity <laughs> <laughs> it's like they can tell me that's a strand game and i'm picking it up <laughs> like what is this i need it <laughs> So speaking of what is this, what are we going to name this game? Because I think we've Ooh. I think we've honed in on a uh, a concept, a plot, a pitch. We've got we've got this game down. We just need like the title of this game. Um, mm. So is it is it going to be like a fable game proper or is it going to be like just like in the style of fable? I feel like because we, we you know, got out fable like we that's what they generated. I think it has to be a fable proper game. OK, mm -hmm. but it also needs to have kind of like a dramatic and vague title to bring the quantic dream thing to it. Right. So. <sighs> so it could be fable colon gears of the system or something like that Ooh. or like. <laughs> like fable colon ghost in the shell do androids dream of electric fables <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I just wait, I'm like cybernetic animals there's there's where it goes um i don't do know gears dream of ele electric fables that's very good but i think it's probably too long for the box title yeah we're getting to we're getting to like mm. panic at the disco and fallout boy <laughs> titles um androids at the fable <laughs> Androids at the Fable. <laughs> I think that's it. Like Androids exclamation point at the oh Fable. My God. Flawless. Ooh. Flawless and perfect. Androids at the Fable and Cooking oh Mama. Grim Mask of Death. No, uh, Packing Heat. That's what it yeah. was. Oh, no. <laughs> These are games, you guys. These are games. What a wild ride. These are some video games. So that's going to bring us to the end of the program for today. But first, let's go over some patch notes. This is where Cam is going to go through some listener submitted ideas to be fed into the new entertainment system for use in future episodes. So you can submit words to be input in the new entertainment system by tweeting us at the NES pod on Twitter. And we'd love to hear from you. Cam, what do we got this week? This week, we have added the following to the machine. Uh, the genre a samurai game was added by at Dr. VMD. Mm -hmm. uh, the twist it uses a real-time clock was submitted by at Pixelated Echoes. And Nate, you put in the IP Soul Calibur, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> uh, that brings our potential game total to 1,722,240 video games. Yay. That's incredible. And those are amazing suggestions. Yeah. I did a little bit of overhauling to the robot, and that made the uh, the total shoot up quite a bit yeah. <laughs> like by uh uh like two hundred thousand. so mm -hmm. get ready for some even weirder and more specifically weird games in the future i'm just happy that so many episodes the show is never going to end because i don't want it to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. yeah like we're probably going to be doing this until we die this is our curse i expect like an apprenticeship like you guys need to be training the next in line <laughs> i was just going to say like i'm going to be doing this after i die <laughs> yeah so kind of same <laughs> Jess, thanks so much for guesting on the show today. Uh, do you have any plugs that, uh, for any of your projects or any socials you want to plug like that? Ooh, okay. So basically everything that I do, I kind of promote on Twitter. So I will just shout out my Twitter, which is at uh, Jessicogs. That's J-E-S-S-A-C-O-G-S. -S -S um, like Cam mentioned, or Nathan mentioned earlier, um, mm -hmm. I am on Irrational Passions and uh, Uppercut. So I do a lot of work for both of those. And uh, it'll all be on my Twitter. So follow me on there and you'll see all the random weird things i do <laughs> yeah all that and more right <laughs> yes exactly and never it's it's just kind of always going 
All right. So thanks so much for listening to this episode of the New Entertainment System podcast. Once again, you can find us at at the NES pod on Twitter. If you got the time, we'd really appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're on. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a positive review because it really does help us out. And hey, if you've got a friend, family member, or trusted politician you think would enjoy the show, share it around. I can be found at at Giant on Twitter. And I can be found at at the Man. And this has been the New Entertainment System podcast. And as always, shout out to video games.